Welcome to High Energy Health, where together we explore the leading edge of wellness and happiness. I'm your host, Dawson Church. By choosing this time together, you're declaring your commitment to a positive mindset, elevated emotions, and a great life. Thanks for joining me for today's episode. in bacteria, what's 
look mind to matter, these researchers were passing various frequencies through different types of cell culture, sometimes plant, sometimes animal, sometimes bacteria, but eventually mammal cells and occasionally human cells. And in one study, for example, some Russian researchers found that when you pass certain frequencies through human cell cultures, that it doubled the production of DNA. DNA was produced much more easily, and this frequency facilitated the production of DNA. This has implications for our own cells. As we age, our, the ability of our cells to produce DNA and to replicate DNA degrades. It's like making a photocopy. So you get a photocopy of something, and it's not quite as crisp as the original. That's what happens when your cell divides, and you make a copy of that DNA strand. Now, our cells divide many, many, many times. And when you're born, your cells have been dividing like crazy for nine months in the womb. And they divided an average of 5,000 times in those nine months in the womb. Then they keep on dividing throughout your life. And there's a limit to the number of copy of a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy you make. DNA and other parts of the cell are so degraded, they can no longer make a good copy. It's such a blurry copy, it's useless. And that's when the cell dies. This is called apoptosis, which is programmed cell death. Your cells are designed to replicate very, very quickly, very, very prolifically while you're in the womb. Then that process slows down over the course of your lifetime. And once you reach about 10, 11, 12,000 replications of the DNA, the cell dies in that process called apoptosis, which is your programmed cell death, and you then lose that cell permanently. We can make these copies 10, 15,000 times, after which the end of the cell's lifetime. And so the ability of our DNA to repair itself is really crucial during our lives. If we can repair our DNA, then our skin stays young, our muscles stay healthy, our blood cells reproduce effectively, our white red blood corpuscles are being produced, our bones reproduce. And your bones, yes, they do actually change over your lifetime. They're changing slowly, but they do change. Every year, about 20% of your skeleton is, is turned over. Even your bones and your bone cells are changing every 7 to 10 years. Some cells reproduce very quickly. The cornea cells in your eye can reproduce in a day, just one day. Red blood corpuscles take about four months, so they are changing different rates, but they are changing. They are shifting. They are reproducing. They are replacing themselves with new and healthy cells. The ability of DNA to repair itself and regenerate is crucial to this process of keeping your body young, vital, active, and healthy. It's really important that you have DNA repair, DNA proliferation, and DNA replication happening effectively in your body. So when those Russian researchers found that if they passed a frequency through that DNA, that it was actually repairing itself better than otherwise would happen, that means particular frequency is a cell repair frequency. If you have that frequency going through you, then your cells are repairing themselves, and the DNA is repairing itself more and more effectively. So you can find out all about this research, all about the new book, at the website Mind2Matter, mind, M-I-N-D, 2-T-O, matter.club. Mind2Matter.club is where you can pre-order the book, where you can find out more about the book, where you can tune into the Facebook community for me around the book, where you can share in this phenomenon that has such practical effects in your own life and your own health. All that is at mindmeta.com. Now, as I was gathering this research, I was finding these research studies showing that frequencies do affect cells and that they affect 
particular cells at particular frequencies. So it's not just any frequency that does it. People say, well, isn't microwave radiation affecting cells? And the answer is maybe. Maybe certain frequencies of it do. But frequencies, the big loud frequencies that are happening all around us are actually not usually ones that affect our cells, but micro frequencies and micro currents do affect our cells. Often your cells are sensitive to tiny frequencies, so they can't hear, they aren't receptive to all the noise in the universe. But noise at very, very low frequencies, often they're exquisitely sensitive to. And in fact, some of these frequencies are involved in helping cells communicate with each other across large distances. We have huge numbers of cells in our body. I heard lots of different uh, numbers for how many cells we have in our body. Some people said, well, 5 trillion cells. Other said, 15 trillion. 50 trillion. As with any science book, you go and you find the facts. So the best consensus, and this took researchers quite a bit of work to find out, but the best consensus number we have is 37 trillion cells in our bodies. And again, they're reproducing, they're replacing themselves at a very, very fast pace. Everything from our cornea every day, potentially to our bones every 7 to 10 years. All of these cells are replacing themselves and they're reproducing in those frequencies that are being produced around them. So the frequency of the radiation around you is literally affecting the growth and replication of your cells. Now, I had one epiphany, one huge realization when I was doing the work on researching the book and unearthing these studies and describing them for you, because these studies are hard to understand. You have to read them, interpret the language of science. You have to read the abstract. You have to figure out what the interesting stuff is in the paper. You have to extract that. And then you have to explain it in a way in which people understand, people whose brains aren't those of Nobel scientists. But I certainly do not have that kind of a brain myself. So I read these papers, often very obscure papers, very hard to understand. And my criterion for explaining it was that I had to be able to explain it to my housekeeper and my mechanic. I actually have a really wonderful housekeeper and a great guy who's my mechanic. And I, my goal was to, to explain this really highly abstract science in a way in which my housekeeper and my mechanic would understand it. Because if they not understand it, if I can't explain it to them, it remains lost to them and they don't get the secrets and the health benefits of that research. If I can give them an explanation that is in that language that they can connect with, that they can relate to, then they'll apply those pieces of information in their own lives. What I also do throughout the book is I sprinkle it with stories. I tell story after story after story of real people who apply these techniques in their own lives and had breakthroughs as a result of applying these principles practically themselves. One, for example, concerned a woman who had a condition called ovarian torsion. Her fallopian tubes were twisted, and she had a scan, body scan showed that she had cysts growing on her ovaries, and her fallopian tubes were twisted. And so the scan had shown this for a few years. Eventually, she was scheduled for an operation after a specialist told her, and the goal was to untwist her fallopian tubes and start to restore ovarian function, so she could have babies. She was in her 20s. She didn't want to become infertile, and the operation actually carried with it the risk that she would become infertile. So even though it was being made to correct the, her ovarian torsion, the operation itself carried the risk that would make her infertile. So she was very, very worried about this, and she went to go see an energy healer. Now again, this is fascinating that we can 
use energy techniques and then it can have effects on our bodies. We're using mind, we're using consciousness, we're using energy, and the expectation is that we shift the energy and the matter of our body shifts. This woman in her 20s went to see an energy healer, and he worked on her. He used healing techniques using his hands on that part of her body. She was scheduled for surgery, and she showed up the day of the surgery to get the operation. But first, the hospital took another scan of her fallopian tubes, their ovaries, prepared the surgeon to know exactly where to operate. And she'll never forget the day when the surgeon walked into the room with a puzzled look on his face, looking at the scans she just had that morning prior to surgery. And he said, there are no ovarian cysts here. There's no ovarian torsion. Your fallopian tubes are no longer twisted. And then he looked up and examined the previous scans, and he showed the previous scans to her and the current scans. In the old scans, they showed ovarian torsion and fallopian tube twisting and ovarian cysts. The scans before the surgery showed none of the above. What has happened? Energy healing. Energy had healed her body. And so I tell many stories like this in the book of people who apply these techniques and found themselves shifting and found themselves healing. I just love those stories because they make the science real. When I talk to you about frequencies and changing DNA, that's one of the level of conversation. When I tell you about somebody who healed themselves or whose body shifted or whose mind changed and then they saw those reflections in their health, that's powerful. And the book is full of those healing stories. And I love the way that help real people in real situations become much happier and much healthier. What I was doing as I was gathering all this research was just a series of realizations for me that it's energy that shifts matter. When you're facing a material problem, a material situation, a material challenge, look to see how you can change the energy. The energy is often going to change matter. Mind can change matter in all kinds of startling and amazing ways. But the real the real shift for me was when I asked myself a crucial question. And that question, as far as I'm aware, had never been asked by anyone in any book or any research paper before. And that crucial question I asked myself was this. Which of those frequencies are produced by our own brains and our own minds? And that was a revelation, because I then began to look not at the general frequencies produced by machines, produced by cell phones, produced by electromagnetic stimulation frequency machines. I began to ask which of those healing frequencies are produced by our own mind. Our brains essentially produce six different kinds of brain waves. The slowest brain wave is called delta, and the measured in hertz, which is just a measure of how many times seconds they happen. Delta waves are zero to one cycle per second. Every second, there are zero to one of these slow delta waves. But the fastest waves, gamma waves, they're from 25 hertz per second or higher. They go up to two or 300 hertz per second. So again, that's 100 or 25 or 200 cycles, repetitions per second. Those are your fastest waves. The slower we have delta, the faster we have gamma. Between that above delta, you have theta. Above that, the fastest, fastest wave above that is alpha. Then slow beta and fast beta. Finally, gamma at the very top. Those are the six basic frequencies that your brain produces. And I ask myself this critical question. What do those, those six frequencies that our brains produce anyway do to cells? And the answer was absolutely stunning. I was absolutely amazed. 
I began to look and zero in on the way our cells are shifted by the frequencies produced by our own brains. Now, where mind comes into this mind, as you shift your mind, as you shift your consciousness, it changes the functioning of your brain. Not just a little bit, but it can shift it a whole lot. We find that often a very small change of mind produces a very big change in the way our brain functions. Because when you change your mind, when you say, for example, go from being negative and depressed and sad to being happy and optimistic, then that emotion, that mental shift, means you're utilizing different neural pathways. You're not sending signals through the same neural pathways you use for anger and resentment and shame and other negative emotions. You're recruiting neural pathways that are used in positive emotions so you change your mind, your experience, your emotional abilities as you shift all of those things internally. It's producing changes in the neural signaling pathways used by your brain and the frequencies used by your brain start to shift. I'll cover what those frequencies are, how we shift them, what typical frequencies, healing frequencies are, and you'll be amazed how as you shift your mind, your brain changes, those frequencies change, and those are having effects at the level of yourself on your physical body. For more on my new book, Mind to Matter, The Astonishing Science of How Your Brain Creates Material Reality, go to the website mindtomatter.club, mindtomatter.club. You'll find a wonderful Facebook community who is coalescing around the book and the ideas of the book. You will find various wonderful free bonuses like audio meditations to help you stay on track and embody and practice some of the techniques in the book. You'll find many other resources at that website, mindtomatter.cloud. You can also pre-order a copy of the book at mindtomatter.cloud, and there are also some things you get if you order the book before the official publication date of June 12th. And again, that's all on mindtomatter.cloud. Understanding the realization that our brains produce some of these frequencies was really an epiphany for me. In many of the studies of frequencies going through cells, researchers used tone generators. They had used equipment, scientific equipment, to send these tones through those cells and produce those beneficial healing changes to the cells, like the repair of DNA. But at one critical point, I asked myself, which of these frequencies do our own brains produce? And again, there are six basic frequencies. They range from the slowest possible one, delta, to the fastest one, gamma, 25 cycles per second, 25 hertz or more. And our brains use different ratios of these frequencies depending on our mind. For example, at a live workshop, we had a woman hooked up to an EEG. And EEG is wonderful because they show what's going on inside the brain as neurons fire in different ways. And initially, this woman, as she thought about an old childhood traumatic event, she had lots of high beta waves in her brain. Those are brain waves around the 20 cycles per second, 20 hertz mark, and they're typical of somebody with anxiety. So as she thought about that old childhood trauma, her brain was filled with anxiety, filled with beta brain waves, and her slow brain waves, delta, theta, and alpha, were almost non-existent. They shrank where they almost weren't there anymore. So again, very, very small amounts of those slow brain waves of delta, theta, and alpha but lots and lots of that fast brainwave of high beta. And that was a typical pattern for somebody who has a lot of anxiety. You often see that high beta, when they're hooked up to an EEG, along with an attenuation, a reduction 
in those slow waves of delta, theta, and alpha. So those typical patterns she had as we had hooked up at the conference with her brain waves displayed on a giant screen for the whole audience to see. Then we worked with her. We wanted her to get to a calm space. We had her tap and do EFT tapping. We had her use acupressure as she calmed her stress response. By the end of her session, her whole brain was functioning differently. The neural pathways she was using were very different. And as the neural pathways changed and were so different, the EEG readout changed dramatically in her life, in her brainwaves as well. And you could certainly see the EEG changing on the screen behind her as her neural bundles were firing differently. All of that high beta just went away. No more high beta happening in her brain. It just disappeared. Her gamma began to increase. And gamma is a signature brainwave of insight. When people have insights that link parts of their experience together, and link parts of the brain together, they have more gamma waves. For slow frequencies of delta and theta and alpha, both and the great thing. And alpha is your bridge frequency that bridges the high frequencies to the slow frequencies of theta and delta. All those changes happen, and so she was sitting there on stage. She looked the same. Her face was the same. Her body was the same. But the way in which her brain was Telomerase 
rules on your chromosomes get shorter and shorter and shorter throughout your life, and that happens at about one cent a year. A biologist can take a sample of your blood, study your telomerase, and it can give you a biological age for your cells. This is independent of chronological age. So we have chronological age, then we have biological age. A very simple illustration of this is look at people who are under stress. They start to look old. People who are having a lot of stress in their lives start to age before your eyes, and their telomeres shorten much more rapidly. So by the time a person is 30 or 40 or 50 years old, they have their chronological aging, and you can tell their chronological age, then they have their biological age, and that's independent of their chronological age. How are they doing biologically as opposed to how are they doing chronologically? And it's amazing to look at this phenomenon of biological age. That lab can take that sample of your blood, and they can tell us how old you are biologically independent of your chronological age. By the time you're 50 years old, you might be biologically 60 years old, or you might be biologically 40 years old. It all depends. It all depends on the state of your chromosomes, and stress has a huge, huge influence on how quickly you age. In studies of, of twins, identical twins who are born with the same genome, by the age of 50, one of them can be biologically just 40 years old, while the other can be biologically 60, even though chronologically they're both 50. Stress makes all the difference in how you age, and telomeres are the way you discover biological age of your cells. So powerful, powerful changes happening in your body based purely on your stress level. You want to do things to unstress yourself like the EFT that woman was doing when she was confronted with a child with trauma. Stress really affects your biological age and ages your cells, makes your telomere tails on your chromosomes shorten a lot quicker. And what I found was that certain frequencies in Delta, there's research showing that certain frequencies in the Delta range, 0 to 4 cycles per second, 0 to 4 hertz, are changing your body's generation of those telomere molecules. You're making more telomeres, making longer telomerase tails to your chromosomes when you're in a delta state. Now, what puts you in a delta state? Aha! <laughs> Short answer, meditation, tapping, and stress reduction. When you reduce your stress, then everything starts to change in your body, and your telomerase lengthens, your telomeres are regenerated, and the simple act of meditation is actually adding to your lifespan. So this is something you're doing volitionally, something you're doing consciously, something you're doing deliberately. You decide to sit every morning for half an hour and meditate. Those delta waves your brain generates in meditation are literally sending a signal to yourself to regenerate and not to age. I, I so feel touched when I witness people suffering. I do lots of live workshops every year. I do live EFP workshops, live meditation workshops. I'm also doing a whole bunch of book signings this year, actually, for my new book, Mind Matter, The Astonishing Science of How Your Brain Creates Material Reality. So I'm doing a book signing in New York at the New York Open Center. I'm doing a book signing in Toronto at Hay House Live. I'm doing a book signing in Paris, France, during my European summer tour. And I'd love to invite you to come to one of those those workshops, one of those book signings, meet me and see what these techniques can do for you. As I hear people's stories and hear their suffering from long-standing anxieties that have plagued them their whole life, 
limitations that they're suffering under, ways which they make themselves small and don't really see their magnificent selves in the world. I think about their pain. Sometimes people who are young, you know, when, when I hear it, when there's an 85-year-old person who's describing pain, that's one thing. But when you talk to a 19-year-old or a 25-year-old and they're suffering crippling pain, my heart just goes up to people who are just laboring under these big life burdens. I want to tell you, you don't have to suffer. There is so much good material out there, so many good techniques out there on how you can heal from pain, from anxiety, from depression, even PTSD, that I want to encourage you to... Take advantage of those techniques. I teach them in live workshops. I share them online, all over my new book, Mind to Matter. And you can pick up a copy of the book at the website, mindtomatter.club. I'd love you to apply these techniques to your life, and you'll be amazed at how the suffering can go away. In research at EFT, for example, EFT tapping, several studies look at EFT for pain, physical pain. They find that the average reduction in pain in a brief tapping session is two-thirds. So people's pain go down from, say, from a 9 out of 10 to a 3 out of 10 in a brief tapping session. There's no need for you to live with that chronic pain, that acute pain, that persistent pain. It is possible to heal. I want you to believe in your own healing. I want you to believe you can heal, that the, the sense you have that you can have a healthy life, a, a life full of love, a life full of health and vitality, that's true. You can, you deserve that. So please do go to my website, Mind Matter, get a copy of my new book, and see what you can do for yourself. Mindtomatter.club.club. Frequencies are healing. Frequencies can affect yourself and do that in dramatic ways. In one of the research reviews I cover in my book, Mind Matter, it's a research review that dates from 1950 to 2015, so it covers 65 years of scientific research. In research reviews, scientists are very careful. They go and look at every single possible paper that's been published in the scientific literature, and then they condense all of those results down into a set of findings. And here's what that research review found. It was looking at papers published that had to do with frequencies that trigger cell regeneration and repair. How these frequencies trigger your cells to shift their function and regenerate and repair themselves. And these are what these scientists found that frequencies can do. One, stimulate the formation of nerve cells and nerve synapses. Number two, repair spinal cord tissue. Three, Reduce the symptoms of Parkinson's disease. Four, inhibit the growth of cancer cells. Five, improve memory. Six, synchronize the firing of neurons in different parts of the brain. Seven, increase the brain's ability to pay attention. Eight, speed the healing of wounds. Nine, Decrease the activity of inflammatory cells. Ten, increase the regeneration of bone cells. Eleven, reduce the degeneration of nerves in diabetics. Twelve, trigger the expression of beneficial genes. Thirteen, promote the growth of connective tissue like ligaments and tendons. Tendons. Fourteen, increase the number of stem cells circulating in your body. Sixteen, stimulate stem cells to differentiate into muscle, bone, and skin. Seventeen, enhance the activity 
immune system. 18. Catalyze the synthesis of human growth hormone. 19. Regulate free radicals. Those are the upstream atoms that are regarded as the primary cause of aging. And number 20. Repair heart muscle by inducing cells to assemble and graft onto damaged tissue. That's 20 of the effects of frequencies on cells. All beneficial changes based on frequencies. Energy becoming matter. Energy is stimulating the formation of matter in your body every day. And then the big breakthrough in my book, Mind Matter, is showing that many of these frequencies, delta waves, theta waves, alpha waves, are produced by your own mind. And as you heal, as you change your explanatory framework, your worldview for your past, as you no longer see it as something that cripples you, but as something that liberates you, as your brain waves change in response to my changing your mind, your body is then bathed in different frequencies, and you have 810,000 new cells being born every moment of your day. And now, suddenly, those 810,000 cells every second are being bathed, bathed in the frequencies of love and kindness and compassion and self-nurturing and self-esteem, a very different energy environment from being filled with anger and fear. We measure this with EEG and we see how it shifts and plays out in terms of the cells of your body and how those are changing in response to your thoughts. So how has that woman had that shift in her consciousness? Her brain function changed, her neurological function changed, the frequencies her brain was generating changed, and suddenly she's out flooding her whole body, flooding herself with these frequencies that generate beneficial cell growth and cell repair all the way, all throughout her body. That's the power and potential of mind to change matter. So I want you to be not casual about this. I want you to go and grab these practices, apply them in your life. Meditation does this. Tapping does this. Time in nature does this. Grounding does this. All of these things have these effects in your cells. We go into a break in a moment, but go to that website, mindbetter.club, pick up a copy of my new book, Mind Better for Yourself, and then most important, apply these things in your own life. One of the interesting things that I found in writing the book, Mind Better, was talking to people who had stories of manifestation in the outside world. Manifesting things in your body, manifesting more red blood corpuscles, longer telomeres, more stem cells, those things are one level of manifestation as you change your mind and change your brain. What I found really intriguing was stories of people who manifest things outside of their bodies. And I heard so many stories of people who manifested money, who manifested partners, husbands and wives, who became, who went from being infertile to having kids, people who manifested jobs, people who manifested perfect living situations, perfect homes, all kinds of ways in which people shifted their outer reality as they shifted their inner reality. One of the funniest and most outrageous ones was told me by my friend Raymond Aaron. He is the New York Times best-selling author of Chicken Soup for the Parent Soul. And Raymond told me the story at a conference. He said, I teach workshops. And in my workshop, for seven days long, I have people set a manifestation goal for the workshop. And so they'll say, well, in the next seven days, I want to manifest, say, for example, I want to manifest, what do you think positively about my health? I want to manifest much better situation in terms of my relationship with my children, whatever it might be. So I have these, these goals for the, the seven days of the class. He was in the class, people were going around the circle, telling him the manifestation goals for the week. And one guy said, 
this week, I want to manifest one million dollars. Raymond was thinking in his mind, you got to be nuts. <laughs> and this guy was explaining he was an entrepreneur, he had a stem cell company, and he was he was pioneering promising stem cell treatments, but he needed the money to keep on going with his company and to keep on going with his research. And he was broke, didn't have money, wanted to manifest a million dollars a week. Raymond was like, thinking privately in his own mind, that's impossible. But it got worse. <laughs> the guy next to him stood up and said, I also want to manifest $1 million this week. Then Raymond was thinking in his own brain, oh, geez, now I have two Looney Tunes in my class. Anyway, the circle went on. There was nothing more of it after that, that point. Until the last day, when guy number one stood up and said, you'll never guess what happened this week. I talked to this investment gap banker that this guy next to me turned me on to. This guy next to me is the son of an investment banker. And this investment banker got so excited about my stem cell research, he committed to raising $100 million for me from venture capitalists to fund my company. One of those just amazing stories, how that happened for him in that week. And so the son gets up next and says, yeah, and because I brought in the deal, I get a 1% finder's fee of that $100 million. That's $1 million. <laughs> so I tell that story in mind matter as well. So many other stories of manifestating, manifestation of material things, money or homes or people or husbands or wives or improved relationships or better living situations, all kinds of ways which people shifted their material reality. One of the other cool ones to do with shifting the world outside of yourself has to do with water, H2O, that simple stuff that we think we know because we drink H2O every day, we see H2O, we swim in H2O, we bathe our bodies in H2O, we think we know water. Water, though, is one of the most remarkable and mysterious substances on the planet. In the book, I show photographs to discuss the work of researchers, and in some remarkable research, they have water pass through the human energy field, and when it passes through the human energy field, water changes. They have graduate students take droppers of water and make a drop of water on a microscope slide. They then dry that and examine the patterns that make on the microscope slide. And do you know that that water forms the same pattern on the microscope slide often it's been handled by a student? Every single drop forms the same pattern, and every single pattern is different from everyone else's pattern as it passes through the human energy field. That energy field literally changes the water, and it produces the same pattern for every for every drop that person makes, which is different from every drop every other person makes. You see the photographs in Mind Matter. So the blow your mind. Water is full of surprises, and our, the material world is full of surprises as we shift and change. Go there, grab the book, apply these findings in your life, and watch your material universe change. All that and more is on my website, mindtomatter.club. Mindmatter.club is where you can get into the book, join our Facebook community, and unlock the mysteries of how your life can change when you shift your mind and change matter.